So, okay, uh, we are back in this underground workshop, having just defeated a yarn beast and uncovering the work of a prior jewel crafting artisan. Soft greenish blue light ripples through the cave. It is quiet and smells like a wine cellar. Looms and a jeweler's table stand before you, ready for use. Uh, everyone give me perception checks to start off here. Uh, seven for Rick. Sorry, I gotta get my dice out. They didn't need that dice. Yeah. And I got my cool sorcerer spell book. Thirteen for Quill. Okay. Ten for Bazal. Actually, eleven. That's so perceptive. Oh yeah. What, do you want me to roll to see if I know a nature or arcana to find the gender? Oh yeah. Uh, that was yeah. a great idea. Hang on a second. Um, with those rolls, those weren't those weren't super great. Uh, those of you who got above a twelve notice that there's like uh, shiny looking fish in the in the water outside, but that's all. Like out, out, sorry, out over here in this water, or is this outside, away from the cave? It's the it, there's windows. Um, oh, so you can see out okay. the windows. Yeah, you guys are like underwater in this in this cave. That's probably gotcha. too too modern for the time. Well, if I noticed that, I'd I'd definitely want to go look out the window and try to examine it somewhere. Bazelle is definitely going to use her knowledge of shiny things uh, <laughs> to perform a help action for Theron. Uh, she's going to say something to the effect of, uh, well, does it look, would, does Bazelle know if it looks, actually, it'd be more fun for me to guess and be right or wrong. Uh, those look like it's uh, shiny via magical means. I can tell because of my... Uh, upbringing as a, a shiny <laughs> bard a bard of shiny interest part of the shine yes <laughs> of all things <Yeah>. shiny <laughs> well yeah i, I want to check it out and see if i have an idea if it's magical or the arcana check yeah so you, yeah. you, you get closer they're pretty sizable fish and they're kind of just uh moving flitting about and the scales are sort of like a rainbow uh, iridescent, sort of like that conch, not related. Can I uh, can I roll with it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Sorry, I was just giving you what you can see. God dang, bad roll. Uh, four plus six is ten. Okay, uh, it's it's tough to tell much more from inside. Well, these fish look pretty, guys. Mm. Anybody have some tackle? <laughs> Rick does not have tackle. Just checked. Neither does Quill. Remind me, we we um activated that teleporter, right? We don't need to do that. We did, yeah. I feel like the last time we played, I was partaking of my homemade beer, and oh yeah, details are fuzzy. <laughs> did we figure out where the this portal goes? I think you stepped on it, all four of you, and you you um had fleeting visions of both the uh, blacksmith. That museum that had the, the blacksmithing in it with the azers. And then you were bouncing back and forth between visions of that and the the uh, the witch's tower in the forest. Okay. 
And those are the, the and that's all of them that we've. Yeah, those on, three right? so, so far. So, so they can, so it sounds like they'll link to everything once you yeah. find them. Yeah, I yeah. guess you haven't, you haven't tried it, but. Yeah. You, you've, you've done it before with the other ones, so it seems like that's what would happen. Okay. And when it uh, when it comes to the crafting, um, yeah. do we just all kind of, once we reveal what an item does, do all of our characters know? So yeah, yeah. If we notice that we might be able to make something, we can. Yep, it's a pool of characters. Because we were just talking before everybody got on that we probably could make a luck. It looks like with beast claws and. Fish scales, which might be kind of cool to try. The that's the, the luck stone. Yeah, there's a few things I think you've uncovered. I think you have you can get a bless spell charge item, right? Yep. Yeah, the luck stone. I think the protection, which is super good. We can get the air elemental, the elemental thing. Yep. That we need. All right. Yeah, elemental gem. We can make the use the. Get the elemental gem and summon, right? Summon the thing that we can enslave, or attempt to convince to join you for dissolves. Right. right. Well, we should certainly make an elemental gem. Yeah, anything that's consumable, uh, it, you just do it during a short rest. That one's a consumable, technically. So, and then anything the elemental gem, it's living gear and elemental essence. Is that it? Yep. Nice. And so you don't have to be you don't have to be in a special place. It's wherever we short rest, we can create it. So yeah, for consumables, you can make them in the field during okay. a short rest. You just can't you can't like also use hit die during your short rest. It's got to be what you what you spend your time on. Uh, for permanent items, you have to be in the location. Like this this area is where you can make you can use uh, tailoring and jewel crafting. Okay. And that that like takes a whole day. That's like what you'll your character will spend the day doing. <clears throat> okay. And how do we know from the chart which ones like a consumable, which ones? I can not? tell you most of them. Most of them that aren't in uh, alchemy are permanent items. Basically, all of these things are besides that gem, because that's you break that and it goes away and it summons the thing one time. Okay. Yeah, the rest of these things. Yep, the rest of them are all are all items. This is per the standard rules too. Is you can only have three attunement items equipped at one time. I don't think we're we've gotten quite to that point yet, but just something to keep an eye on. Three permanent items. My my staff I got was attunement, right? The yeah. Staff withering. Yeah. Yeah. Also, did those charges for the staff of withering? Oh, they do. They recharge at they dawn, probably. One d three at dawn. Yeah. I haven't recharged it yet at all. I used it once in a cave. Is it the protection spell, or what is the that's a protection from? That's a that's the ring of protection, which is really oh, okay. super good. It gives you like a permanent plus one to AC while you're wearing it, and mm. I think plus one to your saves. And anything that's anything that's italic is a standard D and D item that you can look up. Ah, uh, okay. Um, the ones that aren't italic are humbered. So like Luckstone. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I would totally make some potion of greater healing. Well, do we want a short rest and we can make um someone can make like an elemental gym and then maybe we can summon that. 
and then yeah. you can also like make some potions or whatever. Yeah. Do we want to summon it before we have a, a home to try to seduce it with? Do we have like a uh, a pocket dimension? Where are we keeping that griffin egg? I forget. I guess it's just been in my bag. Wrapped up in a winter blanket in this bag. You're right. We don't have a place to... I have rope trick, but I don't know how long that lasts for. Yeah, you're right. We probably shouldn't summon it till we know where to like be like, hey, you want to like live right here? For a little while. So the information oh, well, that, yeah, go ahead. Be convinced. So would creating an elemental gem be? What would it do? We would just have it at that point, and then we could use it later. Use it whenever you want to. Whenever you're ready to fight the, or uh, parlay with the uh, air elemental. Okay. I should look up what it is. It's an intellects. Yeah, it'll tell you that they're random. It's one of the four el- elementals. But I, I think it, you should just be able to make the one that you want to make, because it'd be super grindy if you'd have to like keep going, getting more gears and essences, and trying to make the right one randomly. Summon four fire in a row. Yeah. It's like no, never mind. No. I'm gonna go find one of those eagle guys. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> this game sucks. All right. Um, should we should we rest and make like one elemental gym? And anything else someone wants, and then we can figure out what to go, where to go from there. Yeah, I'll do. Um, I can take the gem if you want, since since my originally I think my character figured it out from the the lighthouse, right? How to do it? You used your your boon activated from the goddess of knowledge, who showed you that you could summon one and trap it in that conch. Got it. So using the elemental gem, I could basically cast it. I'm trying to look up what an ele- how, how an elemental gem works. I can't find it in the book. Okay. Yeah, give me just an arcana check. Okay. To see what you actually know about it. Okay. In, in character. Uh, plus, intelligence plus, uh, plus six. Okay. Uh, God dang. Rolling bads. Eight. Um, you know that these, they're one-time use, um, you know, wizards make them, um, you can buy them, they sell them. They're expensive, um, because they allow you to cast a pretty high-level spell in order to bring a strong elemental into the world. Okay. I think that's all you, that's all you get. You don't know the details on, like, how strong this thing is that you're going to bring in, or, like, if it, if it's immediately hostile to you or what. Can I do an arcana check on the conch as well? I think you probably already have. Okay. You did, yeah. It you got strong uh you got strong magic vibes from it. And it it is capable of uh harnessing weather. Okay. Like elemental energy, because that's how that guy was using it. Can we enslave top of the... an air elemental in the conch? Yep, the th- thing that was revealed to Theron was that if you kill an air elemental and have a conch nearby, you can capture it like like a Pokeball. Okay. Oh, so I know at this point a, that we, if we, we kill it, it... Like a Pokeball. So you yeah. can summon it and then just attack it. And if we kill it, we'll have it in the conch. That is what you gleaned from the... Okay. What was shown to you I'm on, on the, the same beans. page now. Man, we could have an air elemental battle whenever. Yeah. Just waiting... 
Bazell takes out her insectoid chitin and starts polishing it <laughs> and looking over at Quill. You mean the chitin? I do mean the chitin. <laughs> the chitlins. Bazell take out, takes out her insectoid chitlins <laughs> and starts polishing them. In the bed. <laughs> uh, trying to, to suggestively... Uh, or to get Quill to be uh, to look over and be interested in them. I, I'm interested in the uh, in the chitlins, and I say, <laughs> "Oh, these? Oh, I mean, you know, I guess uh, Ring of Protection probably would be would be good for you. Uh, I know you need some help in dodging things and and not getting hit. So, I mean, I guess I could could trade you these." Beautiful insectoid chitlins. Uh, I've got two of them. I could give you both of them for maybe a diamond and a piece of obsidian. Just, you know, your smallest diamond and, and <laughs> that one piece of obsidian you have. <laughs> that one piece of obsidian that I have? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. You, you know that one. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I look at that every every day, actually. That it's a special. It's special to me, but I will part with it. It's like so, it's like sure. it's like hanging on a necklace or like an anklet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I, one. I fashioned it into. Oh, this Rushed. one that I keep close to my heart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you can have it. You can have my my di- uh, diamond and some obsidian. That's fine. I would love to make a ring out of animal uh, hide and chitlins. Yeah, I love good. I love a good chitlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it doesn't have to be a ring either. I that's why I took out like Lux Stone and like oh, okay, cool. Ring of Protection. I just yeah, that way if you want it to be a a cape or mm. whatever. Oh shit, could I enhance my cloak of billing? That'd be great. That'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah. I actually think I will do a ring though. I okay. feel like it's it's versatile and I don't want to like can find myself that's fair cool so it's a ring i might get a better cape at some point Mm. yeah then what right don't want to lose it so that is a permanent item so that will take you like all day to make down here sweet what's everyone else doing i'm gonna try to make the elemental gem cool i think rick's gonna sleep so he can get back his uh spell slots okay just, oh, I suppose I should ask just Rick. A, just a short rest. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I suppose I should ask Rick if I could have the... Because I need the living gear and the oh. elemental essence to combine to make an elemental gem, I think. Right? Yes. I think That's so. how that works? So, yep. so, Rick, do you think I could have one of those to try to make the gem? Oh, oh, yeah, sure, man. Here. All right. And he just hands it to you. Okay. Rick Rick has no need for worldly possessions. I think Vizella is going to make that uh, bless spell charge. Cool. Uh, awesome. And she, it, I mean, it's definitely a piece of jewelry. Maybe like a, she's already wearing an amulet. Maybe it's a pair of earrings. That's cool. Like one obsidian and one diamond Ooh, earring. That's really and cool. And so they're like... Nice. Yin Yang, yeah, that's a sweet, that's a sweet look. I like that. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, that's a permanent item as well. And I think I, 
what did I say about charge items? They start with they start with three total charges, and they regain one d four charges at dawn. So okay. So Quill and Bazell, you guys take to the uh, the jewel crafting bench and set to yep. work on those things. Yep. I just All right. Tight. And then Theron's able to make the elemental gem. Boom. And the so yeah, you feel that you see inside of it. It's got this kind of air warring around inside of it. It looks kind of fragile, like you could smash it on the ground. Sweet. So are we long resting while they make that stuff, or what? Um... Yeah, Rick, Rick and Theron are free to spend that day either hanging out and chatting with Brazil and Quill while they work, or do something else. It's up to you. There wasn't really anything close by or up, up above that. I don't remember what was up above. Just the uh, the whole castle keep that you've you've been in right. a few times now. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think there's anything that would interest Rick. Yeah, I'd probably just hang out and chew the fat. Sweet. Did you did you say you wanted to check out your griffin egg? I, think I, I did. Yeah. Okay. So you're, are you like investigating it to see how it, is that kind of your your tack? Yeah, I think that's what I would be doing, just to see how it's changed. Yeah, so you yeah. pull it out again. You, you can see again. There's those like I think you said they're navy blue. Was the color you picked? Yeah. Spots on it. Um. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give me an investigation check? Sure. Ooh, yeah, much better roll. Eighteen plus six is twenty-four. Okay. Yeah, you weren't supposed to. This wouldn't normally have been apparent until ten long rests, um, but with a with an investigation check, that well, um, you feel that it uh, is developing like a like a rough texture on the okay. outside, and you suspect that that could have to do with its gender. Ooh, nice! But if you haven't like read a book about griffins or asked around. I guess you wouldn't know which one is which. Unless you yeah. read about it in, not, in school. That's maybe, true. I, w- maybe you I wouldn't know. Maybe I could. Be like a luck check, maybe. Yeah. I kind of like that. Just like beat, beat a 10 on a, on a straight up and down d20. Just roll a d20. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do, you do know what sex that corresponds to. And I'm going to let you decide. Because it's your griffin. Ooh. Oh. Little... Well, I think I think this could be done. Genetic. Hey, Bazell. Bazell. <laughs> yeah. I heard that you had this idea, and then I kind of show you the egg. Oh, Bazell is fucking just jacked. She basically starts squealing. <laughs> She's super excited. She's just, you know, give me like. I just need like a week or two. I just need to get some things together. Don't worry. I got this. Perfect. I got Cause, it. Because I know. <laughs> I can tell. I think we could, I think we could uh, make a party out of it. <laughs> That's a great idea. Are you going to tell us or are you, gonna, are you keeping it secret for now? Oh, no. I'm saving it for the party. Okay. Oh, cool. My God. Gender <laughs> like reveal it. time. 
Yeah, I decided that they come in textured and smooth uh, eggshells because there are there are only two genders in in my world. <laughs> well, they're coming in hot, man. <laughs> textured and smooth, no middle ground. But I'll let I'll let you decide what textured. This is a they them. <laughs> the gender fluid. Yeah. <clears throat> I should just do that to piss you off. <laughs> the gender, oh, it's purple smoke. <laughs> the genders are they and those. <laughs> What's those up to? Those. Yeah, so I guess if, if that's. Um, if that's it for the day, the rest, you other guys, you make those permanent items and they, they look like how you say they look like, uh, the ring is animal hide and an obsidian. So yep. what? Uh, no, what? no, uh, no, it was, uh, Oh, chitin. Ch- chitin. chitin. Yeah. The chitlins. So what, 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 how did, what does that look like as a ring? <laughs> yeah. Uh, isn't chitin like a, a carapace, like a, yeah, yeah. Like, like, so, yeah, so I would say it's like, God, it's like some absolute dog shit ring. Like, like tribal, like, like uh, shark tooth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, Bizelle, Bizelle sees him struggling to like come up with a design for this ring. And she walks over and she cuts the animal hide into thin strips and starts weaving it into like a circle weave. And then takes the chitin and cuts it into little uh, rectangular pieces and puts the rectangular pieces long ways in between the weave so that it's like an animal high weave ring, but with like bands of protective chitin adding to his AC that run lengthwise along the finger. Lengthwise? Okay. Why? So not like, so parallel to his finger. Why, thank you. Definitely a moment when Quill considers just fucking that design up and just <laughs> going yeah. back to the shark tooth. Yeah, is that is that okay with you, Quill? Do you like that idea? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. That's cool. I, I, I can picture that. That's really cool. What what did you carve the earrings into? Are they... Yeah, they're definitely just uh, almost the raw, like... You know how they sell those crystals, like, pretty raw? And you get the crystal, the power from the crystals? So she's basically kept the obsidian raw and then made like the silver or gold like grasping portions that just okay. dangle. Okay. And one is just the obsidian and one is the diamond. Okay, go on. But it's very much like those cross crystal, yeah, the natural cool. crystal type earrings. Very, like very hippie esque for those. Yeah, I like it. It's boho, I think. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, so go ahead and equip those, and um, you can you can ha- you can have up to three permanent items equipped. But I don't think you. Guys I believe are there. I am at three. Are you there? Yeah, my rapier amulet, amulet, and the and the earrings. Is your rapier a, a magical item? Uh, I believe it is attuned. Yeah, it is. I think I have it attuned. Yeah. What amulet do you have? Oh, is it that? Of the physician, the one that's never oh, proc. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's proc one time. 
<laughs> That's right. It did proc once. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to keep track of those. So just try to try to keep hey. it at three. You Sorry to take over your your ring design. No, please. you're good. You, you have a lot of magic shit <laughs> attuned. I have like nothing. Well, you have the ring of protection now. I do. Yeah. And <laughs> didn't you get an amulet last? I got the get... amulet, but I don't know that's if that's. A... Does that? It's the isn't it of uh, lightning bolts? That's like a. That's just a spell buff that's on you right now. Your uh. Oh right, the your... three times am amulets. Yep. That's just that lasts until you use it, and right now your eyes are kind of just sparkling. With a little bit of like blue static electricity. Okay. I thought you got an amulet of like at the end of the last session. I thought you got an amulet of health. Didn't that go to you? Yes. From the chest. You have that. Yeah, but I did. I but I didn't ask because I think it was right at the very end. I didn't know what I needed to do to like attune it or whatever. Oh yeah. Um. Nothing special. I'm yeah. I'm not making an attunement like a ceremony. I'm just it's just a way to keep your permanent items at three. Okay, and so what does it do then? Uh, your con score goes to nineteen. Oh. Okay, that's actually really good. It's really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. it's it's rare. Holy shit. Yeah, and then Theron got a spring of spell storing, which is also rare. And then I don't know what else you guys have, but Quill's AC must be pretty high by now, right? With that ring on. Yeah, really it's coming a it's solid 19. ass tank. Nineteen? Yeah. Wow! Holy shit. That's awesome. My cost score nuts is for a level five. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. My con score is nineteen. It was worth it. I'm pretty sure I was at like fifteen or fourteen yeah. or something. So yeah. I have a question about the ring that I have that holds two spells. Yes. Does that mean I can ready two two more spells or? Nope, so it just I... means it just means like essentially I think the way you do it is before you go to bed, before you long rest, if you have spells left over, you can dump them into the ring. Oh. And then you long rest and get all your spells back. Oh and then, you, is... and, and then you have those two spells stored in that ring for whenever you want to use them. And they won't take a spell slot. Okay. So and whenever I have leftover spells I haven't used, I can put two of them in the ring. You can put up to yep. You can put up to five levels worth of spells, so you can put a level five spell in there, or and five, that's it. Level one, or, or like or a you, level three and a level two. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's wow, cool. That's a dope. That's a really dope. That's a really yeah. sweet ring too. That's really cool. And then actually, any creature, you can give that ring to somebody else, and they can cast those spells out of it. Oh, so I could like, could I do that mid battle? Like throw a ring at him. That sounds really, really sick to me, so I'm going to just probably say yes, but I'm reading about it. That'd be pretty neat. Any any creature can cast a spell. So you, you if you're doing it in battle, you'd be using your action to cast a spell in, into the ring. Oh, okay, so no, sorry. I to... I'm sorry, no. It says, while wearing this ring, you can cast any spell sword in it. Well, yeah. I interpret that as that you could put the spell in it and give the ring to somebody else. Oh yeah, and then it says the spell uses the slot level, spell save DC, attack bonus, and spell casting ability of the original caster. Okay. Cool. I don't know if that would be interesting. That'd be interesting to do. Probably it's probably like a really niche scenario where you, where like somebody is trapped 
Yeah, it probably. You could throw the ring at them with a spell on it. You could load your tank with some fucking silly spells, though. All right. Just give it to them. <laughs> Mage armor or something? Or yeah, shield? or like... what? A, there's a bunch of like super high damage touch necrotic spells. Oh, you're right. My god. That That's like fucking a fucking sweet. melee could just like... Boop! Yeah. Just really fuck somebody up with. That's really cool. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, so takes all day. Uh, I think you guys got here pretty early. I could be wrong, but let's just say you did. It was a while ago. Uh, so that that would that would like take you into like the evening of the same day. Once you finish those things up, <clears throat> people need to do an additional long rest, or are we pretty loaded up? Uh, else good to go, but. I'm also good to go. Yeah, I think I could. Yep. Anybody like fish? <laughs> um, I'm trying to decide. So Bazelle is a little bit torn about the fish. She would love the sparkly, shiny things. But fish in general are pretty gross. So she's like... Quill is kind of her go-to, like, gross handler. So maybe she approaches Quill and asks Quill if he's interested in catching her some fish so she can look at the shininess on the scales of the fish and not have to touch it. <laughs> uh, so you want, you, want, you want to see the scales? I'll, I'll get some for you. Okay. Well, I I just want to like investigate those fish more because they're pretty and sparkly. Are you asking to make a roll or? I I'm gonna just I'm gonna so that they're windows, right? Can I go outside from yeah, here or not? Um, not from here. That they are strictly there to let light in and let you look out and see fish and stuff. Um. If you were to break a window, it would flood the, the room. Sure. Um, you could go. You could just go up upstairs and top of the the keep area. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Cool. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch one of them. Okay. Cool. Bazell is uh, uh, gonna guide his hand by trying to micromanage his uh, fish catching style. So she's going to be like, you got to keep your hands real still and then move them real <laughs> quick when the fish gets there. And in saying that, she's giving him uh, bardic inspiration <laughs> for his. Sorry, do you have fishing rod or are you just going to try to? I'm going to slide of hand them. Okay. So I'm, gonna, I, I'm literally going to do what she backseat drove me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah. gonna stand there. I'm gonna go like the the move from Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a sliding yeah. roll. You can you can All see right. some of these fish kind of just right. scooting around. Ooh, okay. Um, sweet. And what did the Bardic Inspiration do? Uh, Bardic Inspiration is a D8 right now. Oh my god. Do I need to take it now, or can I wait? You have to do it before uh, I tell you what the result is. You have to do it before the result, yeah. Okay. 
then yeah. I would have done that. I would have done that then. So it is a a twenty five. Wow, amazing! Yeah, you uh, these things are moving around pretty fast, but you managed to. So you just kind of like stroll down to the edge of the water and wait yeah. for one to get close. Yeah, and just your just your body is so still that it doesn't it doesn't spook, and you you're able to grab it. So you pull it out. It's kind of wriggling wriggling around in your hand, a little tough to hold on to, but with that score, you can you can hang on to it. Um, the fish scales, they strike you as similar to the ones that you've found before that are that you can use for uh, for grafting. Okay. So it's nothing you didn't already have, but... Um, All right. Well, I'm actually... These fish exist in this particular moat. It's tempting to do that, but I'm going to bring it back to uh, Bazel. I'm going to present the fish. <laughs> Here you are. Is it still alive? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hold it. Um, very, very pretty. Just you got it. You caught it just like I, I instructed you to. Very well done. Yes. Uh, I think those. Ron uh, Wrigley. <laughs> I think those scales uh, are of use to us. Should we? Do um, you think we can grab a few and and not hurt the fish? Don't us raw and real. That was like perfect. <laughs> Can we put a note in the, the dock where we can get those scales from? Like oh. next to the fish scale, so that we yeah. remember. Why don't I just put it? I'll put uh, like fish scales parentheses moat near Nightstone Castle. There you go. Nightstone, nice. I put Night, Nightstone moat fish scales. Cool. Nice. Yeah, so Bazel would like to harvest some scales without killing the fish. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess just do a harvest on it. That's that right. D20. Uh, 18. Wow. Yeah, you get four uh, usable fish scales from it. Um, nice. And the rest feel like they're pretty... Pretty hell on, they're pretty tight. These are the prettiest <coughs> scales. <laughs> I'm going to take it really quickly back up and put it back in the water. Nice. Cool. Yeah, so it's uh, like evening, late evening. Um, there's not, not a ton of activity in, in town from what you can see up here. Hey, uh, guys, you want to go see if, uh, <laughs> if uh, Destiny's around? <laughs> And available, Bazel. I know you guys were were pretty good friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> she just stares at him, just silently. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah, I, I think she uh she she knows some stuff about the Nightstone, and I think we have a, a good trade now. And Rick yeah, that's right. Walking uh, that direction. Okay, you you found a uh, cloak of. Cloak of many fashions. Is that it? I think that, I think that was what you found. That we found like a shit. bunch of stuff. I wasn't sure which one we were going to trade. I was just yeah. going to get whatever someone didn't want. There was that. There was the rainbow rapier. There was um, the conch and the diamond. Those were the four things that you found that were valuable. The diamond you obviously used to the to restore the temple. 
as advertising, sir. The yeah, diamond is that, used as advertising. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't forgotten. You're, right now, a, a beacon is being cast in, into the Sword Coast. <clears throat> or the Sea of Swords. You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you guys are going to Destiny's, uh, Destiny Agonor's Apothecary or Midwifery place. Yeah. Okay, yep. See about this nightstone. Um, so Rick uh, walks up and knocks knocks on the door. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, she's like, yeah. "Oh, come in." Oh, uh, oh, hi, hi, her... I, uh, I've got this uh, this cloak here. I think you might like. We went to that uh, lighthouse, like you like you said. Do you know much about the nightstone? <laughs> So when, what does you her place door, look like? Goth, sort of. Um, there's like a, it's you know dark and there's there's kind of like a of a, a fun demonic vibe. Black like, lace. Like, yeah. Lots of black yeah. lace. Cool. And like, like lots it. of runes that are just decorative. I'm on it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you you walk in and she is um, standing in front of a grandfather clock. Um. And she says, "Oh, oh, uh, I have, uh, I have visitors. Uh, I'll catch you later, Agahors." And she like signs off, uh, gives a peace sign to the grandfather clock. Um, and yeah, Destiny Agonor comes and uh, comes and greets you. What cheery decor- decorations, Destiny? <laughs> Thank you. You like them? Oh, they're beautiful. She's gonna, roll, she's gonna roll an uh, in, <laughs> insight check on that. Do I need to roll a performance or am I alright? Uh are you lying? Yeah. She fucking Bazel hates that shit. Are you yeah. kidding? <laughs> so deception. <laughs> oh, Nat 20, baby. Wow. Oh she like God. she like looks like totally buys it and looks like kind of uh kind of psyched that she has your approval. She's like falling for the fake nice. Yep, yep. I'd like the group to know that uh, Bazell thinks that Destiny is a stripper name. Just, <laughs> just everyone needs to know that that's where Bazell's head is at. That's 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 probably already been discussed. I'm guessing. All right, good. You're not gonna have that discussion in front of her. No, not in front of her. But actually, not after the net twenty. You're gonna like communicate it by mentally. Oh, yeah. yeah, gotta ride it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, well, Desi, I have this cloak. You might be interested in it. What can you tell me about the Nightstone? <laughs> she, she, uh, he, she, Rick kind of bounces a little. <laughs> she lays, she lays eyes on the cloak, and her eyes light up. She gasps, and she's like, "Oh my God, Ricky, you shouldn't have. This is so <laughs> cute. Uh, I love it." She grabs it from you and kind of like squeezes your bicep, and then uh, puts it on her. <laughs> And, it's like... shucks, and, and Rick kind of like <laughs> digs his toes into the dirt a little and seems bashful. I like it. God damn it. He kind of gives a glance over to Bazell. Bazell's fucking livid. <laughs> fucking God damn. She's just like arms folded, just like, like quietly fuming. So this fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so she she puts it on and she kind of she goes back in front of her grandfather clock and like tries a few different because that cloak you can make it change I think to fit your suit your style right 
That's how it works. Magically changes. So yeah, oh, she. I remember, yes. Yeah, she 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 makes like a like a dark red leather, uh, cape out of it. That's um, form fitting. So and sh- shows it off in front of her, in front of her fans. After she does <laughs> that, I turn to uh, Theron and audibly like whisper to him, "Wow, that Destiny, she's quite the lady." <laughs> 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 this is the group getting back I, at Mizell. That's true. No, I'm just. I, I'm not. It, this is not intended to be like uh, an affront to Bazell. I just, as somebody who came from a town with basically no women, I'm very impressed by her. Like what she's intrigued. doing. Right. Intrigued I'm like. I'm like. Wow. That. That is. Wow. Like. She, yes. I'm. I'm impressed. I would like to roll a history check on the Agahors to see sure. what I know about yeah. them. Okay. Fuck yeah. 19 plus one plus. Okay. Yeah, plus one. 20, uh, 30. Yeah, it's a recent, um, with, with history, very recent development. This is like, this is like current events. Um, you heard about this maybe. You heard, uh, you overheard a townsperson talking about it recently as you're walking around town. Uh, yeah, she has kind of a cult following of of uh, fans that she has called her. Her last name's Agonor, so she calls them her Agahors. And uh, she was talking into a grandfather clock. You can see the pendulum just like swinging, and you can kind of catch glimpses of faces in it as it swings. Would my knowledge of. Uh... Artificery, give me an insight into what that might be. Uh, yeah, you can make a investigation, maybe. Thinking back to my father's uh, workshop. Uh, fifteen. Okay, yeah. So with a fifteen, no, you have not. You distinctly have not seen anything like this before, um, and you 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 remember it. The it's it's artificery. It's like clockwork design, but it's kind of a different style than than what you're used to, than what your dad used to make. Yeah, and uh, she uh, catches your catches you looking at it and is like, "Oh, isn't this so cool? I just got it." Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah, Can so you it lets me tell me about it. Yeah, it lets me um, it lets me like communicate with some of my girlfriends, you know, around the Forgotten Realms and. Basically, when the when the pendulum swings, it kind of it kind of captures my image while I'm talking, uh, and I can send little little messages to my followers. <laughs> it's called TikTok, actually. Um, it's kind of like your book of faces. It's just like not full of like grandparents. So yeah, I really like it. Destiny, can I can I become one of your followers? I think you're pretty swell. Rick, you are already one of my top fans. Please. Is she, is she winks at you? I turned to Theron. And More I like her only fan. Extremely, <laughs> extremely loudly to Theron, like as a whisper, but very loud. I go, wow, this is so cool. It's like she can influence me or something. <laughs> 
Yeah. I just kind of shake my head. <laughs> Kids these days. <laughs> these, young, these young girls. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah, it's it was, like Facebook without the grandparents. <laughs> I was polishing that joke. I was polishing that joke for a while. I'm not sure if the effort <laughs> paid off, but it was good. Uh, but yeah, she that's her little that's her little cult following. Um, and she uh, she pulls herself away from it and um, kind of looks excitedly at Rick, and she's like, "Well, are you uh, are you ready? I have a plan." Oh, I'm really ready. I'm going to as the DM. <laughs> as the as the DM, I'm gonna like prompt you guys. If this were a video game, it would be like they would pause and ask you if you're ready to insert disc two, sort of. If you call it a disc, what a euphemism! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will, this is this will take the game in a different direction for a, for a little for a bit. If if Rick you is ready for go instruction. forward. Yeah. So what are the options? If you guys yeah, if you guys had anything else you wanted to do here right now, like if you guys shopping you wanted to do, or if you um uh wanted to suck to anybody else about anything, I'm just I'm just prompting you. Like D D isn't going away, but the briefly the game is gonna change for a little bit. I'm good. Uh Bazel would well, I guess Bazell wouldn't do that. So no. Gamer Nate would, but I don't think Bazell would. Okay. Bazell is locked in on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, Bazell is like she is she is both impressed and jealous and uh-huh. fucking livid. There's a lot going on yeah. in Bazell's Bazell got significantly fucked up. Yeah. Super <laughs> fucked up at this moment. She like yeah, she's it's very good that she rolled a nat 20 earlier because she can just silently ride those coattails yeah, yeah. for a while. Definitely. Yep. I imagine she's pretty jealous seeing this. She's super jealous. This is she like... fucking wants one of those things real yeah. bad. <laughs> but at the same time as like hates fucking Destiny and the Aga Horse. She doesn't, she's torn. There's a lot going on. And then her subordinates are turning on her. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad day. Bad day for herself. Yeah. yeah. She's thinking about an earring change. Maybe it was too much too soon. <laughs> you're like, you're like uh, kind of nervously fingering the earring. Mm-hmm. The Agahors like this? The thought crosses your mind. <laughs> the Agahors. Oh my god. <laughs> So good. <laughs> yeah, if there's nothing else you guys can think of that you like really I'm I'm just asking if there was something that you were super intent on doing in this session. Um, Partying. Cool. I gotta pull something up here. Hang on a second. Becoming an agahor. <laughs> yeah, that's Rick, uh, interested in that. That's a viable yeah, Rick Rick's gonna like simp simp over her OnlyFans account. Oh, Yep, he. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the only other uh, uh, race. He he's never seen another of his race, so he's uh, yeah. That's true. Rick Rick can get first it. First tiefling. He's just like we'll, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. She's she's taking a liking to you for sure. 
Rick doesn't know what he would do with with another tiefling female, but he's uh he's intrigued. Teabag. Well, Quint <laughs> right Quill to Teabag. Is, huh? <laughs> whatever it is that you'll do with her, Quill is here for it. <laughs> yeah. So okay. The so, yeah. Bell's preparing a book of faces post about how black lace is last season. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> Um, she's not gonna send it quite yet. She's getting close. You're, 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 you're like typing it out and like retyping it, re scrolling mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to get it just right. Um, so yeah. Right. So up until this point, Destiny has looked like kind of excited, and you guys can detect that she's a little nervous too, like nervous excitement. Uh, she looks at you guys and she says, "I got this friend who has some pretty interesting connections, um, and I think I have a way that we could." kind of reach out to the Feywild or the Shadowfell. Because uh, you recall that, that that was the idea that you guys and, and she had had that this Nightstone may be tied to other other places, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she reaches under a desk and pulls out a, uh, a like vial that has like an ashen substance in it. And she kind of looks up and winks at Rick and then dumps it on the table, takes a knife and makes a, like a thick line of it and just bends over and snorts the whole... <laughs> Basically, the whole dose, uh, almost the whole dose of of the stuff. Um, it's this like thick, ashy substance. <clears throat> she hunches over the table and is motionless for a few moments, and then she stirs, and then she slowly stands up. Uh, she's standing straighter than she was before, and she regards the whole party with eyes that are now jet black instead of their kind of pearly white. They and they're my st- eyes now. They do. That's true. And they're spilling an ethereal white smoke. And impossibly, she seems a few inches taller. Uh, she's holding uh, herself. Yep, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, Rick is, when she mentioned that we might be able to go to the Feywild, Rick is visibly shaken um, and terrified because he has nothing to bring um, that would be worthy, if that makes sense. Of your of your queen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I may have misspoke. She... she she thinks this, this is a way that she's heard. This is a way that you can reach out and see if anyone's listening and wants to talk. And I would have okay. a wild or a shadow fell. So you, you wouldn't be going there. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. She's Rick kind of holding scared. herself. Yeah, that's fair. She's holding herself a little differently now. Um, not quite as like lackadaisical and flirty. She's more like more decorum. Um, she tosses that knife to her side and you see it like just floats through the air, like controlled and then like hovers over the, the, the dresser across the room and drops. Uh, and she scans the party and lands on the party's tiefling. And a voice comes out of her that's different. Uh, it says, Rick, my servant, you have done well to seek me. Uh, when the voice, when it comes out, uh, it doesn't so much fill the room or the air around you as it does your minds. And Rick, you know this voice well. This is the voice of the Queen of Air and Darkness. Uh, we would recognize it as the voice that came out of Rick uh, just a couple of sessions ago, correct? Yeah. It's hard. It, it's hard to forget. It's kind of a dangerous, like soft, um, female voice. Um, Rick kind of stutters a bit, just like um, um, um yes, uh, um, uh, um, clear. Hi. <laughs> and he's quiet. <laughs> she uh, she smiles at you, and uh, she kind of chuckles. Um, she spreads the 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 remaining medicinal ash that was on the table. She spreads it across the desktop. And she weaves magic through it, and it multiplies 
Um, and now you can see that there are shapes uh, dancing in the ash brought to life by her spell. So she's kind of showing you uh, an event in time in history. Um, so if you, if you look at the table, you see that this is actually the town of Nightstone is what she's showing you. Uh, in the center of the town square, the town's namesake obelisk still stands, but only briefly. Around it, you see the fresh destruction from giant fallen boulders. Uh, surviving townsfolk are fleeing from the drawbridge led by a stalwart dwarf. Four huge figures then descend from the skies, and with seemingly little effort, they lift the massive obelisk up with them toward their castle in the clouds. This is the moment the cloud giants stole the Nightstone. Nothing seems to happen in town except that it grows more quiet as they abscond with the huge relic and halt their attack. Of course, more destruction would follow, although chiefly at the hands of goblins and other opportunists. She, she speaks again. She says, Many died in this attack and in the tragedies that followed, as you know. But the tragedies felt in the material plane often echo into its cousins and to great peril of those residing there. If you all would like, and she looks at all of you, she says, I have a story to share with you. It is long and very nearly finished. Uh, yes, whatever you think is best, Queen. And he, like, bows his head. The scene before you on the tabletop shifts. Uh, the dark ash turns to, like, a blinding white, like a fine sea salt. It's photonegative. New figures emerge in wisps of white smoke. These are seemingly simple townsfolk again, but they are occupying a different place from Nightstone. Uh, they stand within and around an ornate castle that has been carved into a steep mountainside. A gloomy dead sky hangs overhead. Uh, she speaks again. This is the mountain fortress called Whitespire. It was one of the few remaining bastions of justice and relative safety in all of the Shadowfell. The figures in the city are gaunt and their faces are stern, but they appear determined as they go about their daily rituals. Some tend to sparse gardens and half-starved animals. Others patrol the steep cliffside walls, armed with cracked longbows and javelins, gazing into the foggy depths below and the clouds above. And just a few other castle folk are intently focused on caring for an obelisk in the middle of the castle square. This one, unlike the rough and dark nightstone, is a polished, gleaming bone white, and it looks deadly sharp. She kind of zooms the scene in on, the, on that spire. And it's subtle, but now you can see that there's a faint aura of smoky white that emanates from the spire and surrounds the whole keep. Uh, the scene within is peaceful and quiet, uh, but even from these images alone, you sense a tenseness. Uh, she speaks to you again as the scene pauses. For many landmarks in your material plane, there are direct reflections in my Feywild, and also in this, the Shadowfell. She gestures. Your Nightstone was their white spire. Once, it offered them protection from the darkness and evil ubiquitous to that place. Unfortunately, the material anchors in place its reflections. So the scene resumes and it changes immediately. With a grim comedic pop, the huge ivory spire vanishes suddenly without warning and with it its protective aura. There's hardly a moment's notice before all manner of evil descends upon the fortress and its denizens. Huge leathery winged beasts drop from the skies, carry off humanoid and animal alike. Ravenous undead ghouls scale the walls on all fours at shocking speed, much too fast for the scant bowmen to handle. The city is almost at once plunged into darkness. She says, for all the devastation suffered by Nightstone, White Spire felt it tenfold. I had been observing, mostly helpless in my own reflection in the Feywild. It seemed all hope was lost, and then. Uh, she zooms in one more time. We're, we're now looking at a cellar that's very deep uh, beneath the White Spire Fortress. You see that there are white flamed candles flickering that are almost spent. A cluster of Terry female clerics, led one last time by their fearless matriarch, seal the final of four ancient relics behind impenetrable glyphs beneath the castle. 
The clerics have gathered the children and, and elderly from the town, about 70 souls in total. The holy matriarch wipes a bead of sweat from her brow. She glances to an escape route that opens to the outside world through the fortress sewers. She steals herself, turns toward the sound of impending evil, and says nine final words to her followers. Go, tell nobody, regroup, and come back for these. The remaining clerics gather the townsfolk and barely escape, chased by horrible whales and grinding claws on masonry. They clamber through raw sewage for what feels like hours, as the sounds diminish behind them, and they emerge in a brackish pond surrounded by dense fog. Egged on by the known dangers lurking in the wild Shadowfell and finding some welcome distraction from the currently ongoing tragedy at Whitespire, they are able to sneak along a creek emerging from this pond and follow it to a huge secluded swamp. As she speaks to you a last time. She says, This massive bog provided some security and basic nourishment, but was not without its own hostility. In all, it provided the fugitives of Whitespire something the Whitespire no longer could. A year of relative peace. One quiet year with which to build up their community and learn how to live from nature. One year to survive if they just work together. Soon enough, despite the relative security of this decomposing place, the native dangers of the Shadowfell will threaten everything. All they knew then, right in that moment, was that there was an opportunity to build something. So, we're going to play Quiet Year. Ooh. That was a lot. Do uh, you guys have questions about that part of the story yet? Did it make sense? So basically, yeah, that's cool. the Nightstone... And then the White Spire were stolen. The Nightstone, yeah, the way she showed it was that when the Nightstone uh, was taken, like de-anchored from the ground, yeah. this reflection in the Shadowfell uh-huh. vanished, and it was providing protection to the to the the castle that these people lived in. Yeah. Did right. they run the Dagobah? <laughs> they should. <have. laughs> yeah. So, in game, what's happening now is she is still talking. To your your PCs, but we're all we're all gonna we're all gonna tell that story together. Really cool. And then at the end of it, we'll come back to the D and D, and your characters will know everything that we that we invented. Sweet, sweet. So does everybody else kind of remember how this works? Essentially, this game. We played like one season of it, I think. Yeah, my recollection was it was primarily based on cards, card drawing. I've I've got those. So we're good okay. there. A year plays out, and and don't ask me how that works because I'll just t- time works differently in the Shadowfell. <laughs> uh, so a year has played out since the White Spire vanished, and these people fled. Most of the people in town were killed almost instantly, but these people managed to flee out of out of a uh, sewer pipe and made it to a swamp. And I'm being specifically vague because I want I want us all to build this as much as possible uniquely. The first thing we're all supposed to do is we're all supposed to describe a um, just a general terrain feature of the swamp. I think this will work on Alabama Rodeo because you can draw, right? You guys can draw stuff. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, yeah, we can. There's a little paintbrush on the on the on the right side. Yep. And you can pick. I think you can pick which color you want. Hopefully, nice day. <laughs> Nice dick. That, that was that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be in there. You gotta get in there first. Yep. <laughs> Very important. Gotta, <laughs> yeah. Gotta stake my claim. <laughs> so the pictures can be the pictures are super simple. It could even be like an orange circle. Like I don't know what that's gonna be. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got it. It could even be a boob. Um, is that just a limp dick? Gonzo. <laughs> is it Gonzo? It's oh. Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> the cosmic fish have spoken. I love it. Um, so I I can go first because I've had time to think about this. But it's a, so this is a swamp that they're in, and they're in Shadowfell, which is like really gloomy and deadly and scary place. Um, I thought it'd be cool if they were like cypress trees. I, I think they grow in and around swamps. They have kind of a cool a cool vibe. Oh yeah. They're those like really wide-based, kind of wrinkly-looking trees. Yeah, very cool. So I'll put those. I'll say that. Um, so there's obviously there's an island in the swamp. You can see that. Uh, I'll say that these trees are like over here, on this uh, partially visualized island here. Does that mean that they are nowhere else, or are they particularly present there? I think um, that can be up to you guys. I was just I was thinking that there is like specifically that island just for some reason has a bunch of cypress trees on it. It's like a cypress forest up there. I assume that you were specifically vague about um, like the exit to the sewer. Uh, yep. Like anything about where we came from. Yeah. All that. Who the cleric Scott is. Any of that. Yep. All I tried right. to keep it as vague as I could so that we could. All right. All right. Are they, were they all clerics or was clerics a subset of this group of people? Yeah, um, there were like a handful of female clerics okay. that were kind of the religious uh, leaders. leaders. Yep. They're the only ones in the swamp. They escaped with like the elderly and the children and probably okay. a few other stragglers that didn't want to fight. It has to be it has to be natural at this point. I don't think so. If there's a if there's okay. a direction you want to take it. They're, they're, in, they're, they're in a swamp. That's natural, but that's all. I would like to posit that there is a um, <clears throat> a non-natural structure of some sort. Cool. Uh, Everything here is a here. swamp. The swamp is the blue stuff. It's the okay, water. Okay, so this isn't like an right. actual large body of water. Okay. No, it's like shallow and the swamp okay. water. Yep, yep. yep, I understand. The vast majority of that structure is buried. Sorry, what was swamp. that structure, Nate? Yeah, sorry. It's just a structure, <laughs> but the vast majority of it is buried in the swamp adjacent to the cypress trees. Like a castle structure or wood or we don't know. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm supposed to say anything other than right. uh, that. If you wanted to, I, if I don't care, but it can also be okay. something that we explore too. It's yeah, totally I, I think I think it is more fun for this game to have an idea in my mind and then see what happens if someone else someone else runs with it takes yeah. that idea yeah. and yeah. runs with it. So yeah, so it's a, there's a structure buried in the swamp adjacent to the trees. What what is it made out of? I think I think you can go that. It's it's man-made, right? You're suggesting? Yes. So I I am suggesting that this is a non-natural structure. It could be man-made, it could be supernatural, but it is okay. non-natural. Cool, I like that. Try to resist uh, putting like a, there's like a, plus, it's weird, it's a plus three monk weapon down here. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how I got what a, here. But... What a coincidence. Oh, that's so odd. Huh. So, so like the spear of 
destruction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna draw like a a mount like a, a mountain pass mm. on this edge here. That's so cool. it almost okay. makes like a on either side here, so it makes like a naturally defensible position. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. It's like a narrow passage through the mountains. Narrow inlet, yeah, through the mountains down onto this like uh, peninsula here. So is the peninsula elevated, or is it? Um. Yeah, we'll we'll say it's elevated. Good question. I like that. So, so you, there's a mountain passageway that you climb up through that's defensible yep. to a elevated inlet. Nice. Okay. Yep. I'll put like a I'll put like a road through here. Okay. I don't know how to indicate that it's elevated. Uh, don't I don't worry really about draw it. these things, but yeah. So if that's elevated in the swamp, it must be a cliff. Then it must be like a sheer cliff. Yeah. That sounds. I think we need two more, right? Yep. I'll say that there's I'll say that there's a little cave. Sweet. Uh that big on where to put it. I mean if this is kind of a mountainous pass, then I suppose you could have like a cave maybe like a cave entrance right here. Sweet that goes underground. Cool. I like it. Yeah. So this might be too much, but I've got like a cabin that's at the foot of a so that is like a volcanic lake. Oh wow. Okay. And and so this is a volcano. Uh so it's like a mountain that is like has a volcanic lake in the middle of it. Okay. And actually I intended for this uh shit. This cabin is supposed to be at the at, in these like f little finger lakes. This, what do you guys think? I feel like maybe just do the volcano and the volcanic lake. That's fine. And then there's like there's a thing called making a discovery that we each that we oh, each okay. can do during our turns. Yeah, All right. that you that you All can right, discover cool. a cabin, but All that's right. that's sweet. Okay. I'm going to discover that there's definitively no cabin in the volcanic <laughs> yeah. lake. I checked the volcanic lake a thousand times, and I'm certain there's no cabin. There's no, no, cabin. no cabin. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. I, was, I had some picture in my mind, but I, I agree. I think it should be okay. more yeah. basic. Yeah. No, I could, I could tell you you were, thinking, you were thinking of something. All right. So, okay. So we're ready to play now. Um, so each, we, yeah, we, we'll go in turns. I, I guess we'll just go alphabetically by your, your character names. That sounded like booze. Yeah, your blue label convinced me to pour a little makers. Fuck yeah. Also, you know your characters made it when someone sets up a rival character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking jacked. It's so good. <laughs> I was so pretty, I was pretty happy when I thought of uh, TikTok. I was like, yeah, the TikTok grandfather clock. Yeah, and I like. I figured it out just before you said it, which makes me like oh, super happy. It was you're, you're, so good. I was like, God thinking, damn it! You're thinking TikTok was coming. That's awesome. I yeah, yeah, it was really good. Open so many more avenues for my character's personality to shine. And also, it's also kind of a tie into your to your back your backstory because of the this is like some weird new art of history that you've never seen before. Oh yeah, that's so true. it's Which like is, that's pretty legit. That's yeah. odd. Yeah, 
This is a cool prompt for a, a community on the run. Cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I like that it it is the mirror world of Nightstone too. Yeah. Yeah. So they're so they're not far from Nightstone in the shadow. Yeah, world. like that. Wherever they are right now is like. So cave could be the cave that that we explored. Yeah. Could be. And had the goblins in. Yep. This may be like, too much be of crazy. a uh, uh, behind the scenes question, but um, did you write that whole precursor to the quiet year or was it in, in part? I wrote all that. Really? That's sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. I'm actually going to forward it to you guys because if you want to read it, because there's a lot in there and yeah, it can be hard to like take it all in. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's important for the lore like yeah. of the, I mean, cause there's, yeah, there's a lot. I could tell that there was a lot to it. That's, that's really awesome. Yeah. So I, you I just like a... came up with that, like as a, a riff on. So I knew that I wanted to play the quiet year as, as part of this. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to world bit world build a part of the world with you guys. And then obviously you're, I don't know what your PC's motivation is going to be to go there yet, because we haven't figured that out yet. But mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be clear by the end of this that there's a reason for you guys to go there. And then, so then, then you can play around in the sandbox that you created. And then that'll, this is going to be like an arc. This is going to be Rick's arc. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So, um, okay. So the way this works, on each of our turns, the first thing we do is we, we draw a card. And the card prompts you to make a decision about the world. Um, after you make that decision, you, you can take one action. And for each, for each of these things, you draw something on the map to, to correlate with what, what you did. You can make a discovery. You can start a project, which is something that the community works on. Um, and you say this is either going to take anywhere from two to six weeks, I think. You just kind of decide what sounds reasonable for the, that type of project. Or you can start a discussion. We're technically not supposed to like table talk very much. I'm not super into that part of this game. I'd almost like rather just like table talk a little bit and then just mostly make discoveries and uh, start projects to build the world. But I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I think that the beauty of limiting the table talk is that you get that cross riffing, where people's idea, where people take. So like, I have a very specific idea for what is happening for my thing. Yeah, yeah. I but it would be way more fun <laughs> for like somebody else to hijack that. Yeah. And like take it over. Like that would be like way cooler to me than like me just like driving a conversation about what that thing is. And so as long as, but I agree with you, it's kind of shitty to use your turn to have a discussion. I don't know. I think as long as we don't like get married to our ideas and drive them to fruition. I'm totally down to like not table talk. Have a pretty to have a pretty open table for table talk. Oh, I see. But like, don't take away my goddamn cabin by the volcano. <laughs> well, well, right? Like, <laughs> like Casey, Casey has like a clear fucking thought about that cabin. Yeah. I I have I have a clear thought for that cabin too. No, I I actually <laughs> right like I like the I, I agree. which would be I like the yeah. idea of not having that cabin because somebody else has a different idea, and that's what you can no. get by not having the table talk. I know what's in that cabin. I know exactly <laughs> what it is. 
I'm gonna get there first. But the as long as we're cool with trying to preserve that to the best of our abilities, but still having a discussion about like whatever, I think that that could play out well. I don't know. That's just my my opinion. I don't know what other people think. Actually, like uh, in the adventure zone, I thought they limited discussions too. If I remember correctly, like, they didn't have a lot of it because I could see it being cut. Like, there's like really specific rules on discussions as well. Um, mm-hmm. I did the one nuanced area, which I don't even know if there's like room for that in this in like this story and whatnot. But they did like some interesting political <clears throat> stuff that like grew out of that. Where like there's yeah, certainly room for that factions and whatnot. So yeah. like. That's yeah. like an area where I could see discussions being kind of cool, but yeah, that's true. Um, so, something can can come out of discussion. It doesn't. It's not just you talking. So. But, but yeah, I, they're a little more weird. I remember thinking. Well, let's yeah, let's let, let's try to play the game as as it's written then. And if we don't like it, we can get rid of that part of it. Sure. Okay, I'm just going alphabetical. So Bazell takes the first action, or draws the first card. Sorry. So it's currently spring in the Shadowfell. Whatever that looks like, probably not. It's probably not great. Jack of Hearts. You see a good omen. What is it? You see a bad omen. What is it? But you do both? There's always a choice. You pick one or the oh, other. Okay. So these people arrive to a swap and see an omen right away. That's cool. Oh, man. The good omen is that there are no cabins. Hard one. In the there are no cabins. <laughs> yeah, Fuck those cabins. Yeah, I gotta like... I gotta move past my own ideas. I gotta try to hold true to my own ideals. Oh man. Yeah, so the bad omen Bad Omen, alright. Is going to be that there's a dead swamp rat and yep. it, it looks like it was killed with a weapon of some sort. Like okay. perhaps a T sixteen swamp. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, like a spear. I think I think a, I think I can go as far as to say a spear killed a swamp rat right there. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's got a big piercing injury. Presumably, so far the home base is like over here or in the land area. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like that. That's like so. It's it's great because it's so open. And then I'm like already thinking about what that what that could be. Um. So now you take your turn. Uh, you can either you can hold a discussion about the rat, or discover something new, or start a project. A uh, project is going to be, yeah, just like a living arrangement. I'm gonna roll a die. This is not part of the game. I'm just making some shit up. Okay. I'm gonna roll a die. Even, it's gonna be here, an odd. The the sort of living arrangement is going to be closer to the volcano. Okay. It's odd. So the project it has been decided that that some sort of buildings are going to get built. I think that this group, having just left their home castle, know that they have to return someday to try to get back to the ruins, but they, I don't think they know how long they have and how long they're going to be stuck out here. So they probably commit quite a bit of time to quality living structures. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say there's like limits, right? Five weeks? Is five weeks too long? Minimum is one and maximum is six. Um, okay, five. 
Five, okay. Five, yeah, because I think that they think at this point that they could be living in this swamp for like decades. There's no reason to think that they're not going to live in the swamp for a decade before they return. Okay. The takeover was so so brutal and so swift that yeah. it's going to take them that long. Cool. I like that. And it makes sense that they'd be concerned with shelter. Okay. That gets underway. So every week, so every person's turn will, will tick off a, a week on that project. So that'll be done actually, I think, on your next turn probably because there's five of us. All right. So then I, I'm next. I'll draw cards, seven of hearts. Where does everyone sleep? Who is unhappy with this arrangement and why? Or what natural predators roam this area? Are you safe? Um, yeah, I'm going to say that there are predators uh, in this part, in this swampy area. They are um, birds, these big birds. And they're like a, like an icy blue color, their plumage is. And they tend to like hunt in groups around the swamp. The second part of the question is, are you safe? Yeah, they don't seem to be attacking humans. They're like going after animals in the swamp. They're like icy blue hawks. And sorry, did these birds fly, or were they more like raptors? They fly. Okay. They're birds of prey. Yeah, although they could be blue chocobos. That's kind of cool, too. Okay, so now I will make a discovery or start a project or hold a discussion. This game is hard. <laughs> Would you guys say that all of these things are... Because we said there were cypress trees, there's a structure, there's a cave, and a mountain range, and a volcano. The community probably knows about all those things, right? Yeah. I think if they're on the map, the community knows okay, that cool. they exist. But that's like all they know about them. Right. Okay. My discovery will be that there are edible mushrooms in that cave. Hmm. Is there's okay. a wide berth of edible, like for sustenance or for... Um, they're looking at it... Like in terms of sustenance. Okay. That's not, I'm not saying that's all that's in the cave, but that is in the cave. There are cool. uh, edible mushrooms in there. Uh, and I think that's my turn. And I did, Nate, I, I ticked off a project counter for you. Thank you. Oh, is I've it each it. turn? Each that turn, is... it, yep. Okay, cool. Yep. So uh, Quill is up. I'll tick off another... Volcano Shelter Project. Quill, I'll draw for you. Two of hearts. All right. There's a large body of water on the map. Where is it? What does it look like? Or there's a giant man-made structure on the map. Where is it? Why is it abandoned? Well, shit. I feel like we have two of those things already. doesn't have to be the only type of water, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Explain to me, like, so there's this river, right? Yep. Is there any description of that river that, that I could get? Well, it started out as, like, sewage, because it was a sewage drainage site from the, the town, the, the castle okay. in the mountains. Um, and, they and, that, kept... and that's down here? Yeah. That's off the okay. map to the south. Got and it. And they just they kept following it, because it, the water was getting cleaner. Um, it's probably not potable, though. It's, like, swamp water. Sure. Okay. So it, turn, it turns from shit to swamp water gradually. All right. 
What's the scale on this map? I mean, I guess we don't even know. I, I think it's pretty big. This is like a giant swamp. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean, to have a mountain range. Yeah. So I'm going to say the massive body of water is going to be a river. And that road through the mountains is actually a river. Oh, that's cool. Uh, oh, cool. A canyon with a river going through. Yeah. Um, that dead rat. And it actually is going to meet up with where the sewage meets. Um, bog, I guess. Yeah. The sw- swamp water. Like that's like a, a primary source, like tributary. And, okay. and I think I would say that, that there's like little tributaries off like as well. So anyway, that's it. I like it. So that was your card. What's your, what's your action? Oh shit. Now I got to go look. Yep. Hold a discussion, make a discovery or start a project. And where's, so the, the, the crew is, is it the, are they the cave? I just can't. I think they're all around. I think people are just like kind of exploring and taking cover under trees and stuff right now (laughs) or in the cave. All right. Some people are building Um, a shelter. Right. I'm going to say that there is going to be a group making a, like a a dock. Okay. Slash, slash like boat. Okay. Like a, like a boat dock. And that's going to be like right here. Okay. (laughs) What's that? Biggest baby. baby. (laughs) I'd like it to be the littlest baby, please. (laughs) (laughs) So you're, that's a project to build a dock. Yeah. How long is that going to take? I don't know. Um, Probably pretty quick, right? How good of a dock is it? Well, I mean, I th- I think th- I think the the point of it is to have a dock and something to like move out from the dock. So I would say that that should add a significant amount of time. And you you move by way of uh, isn't it like by weeks? Yeah, one to six. So a dock plus a boat, a, boat, a small little boat. Should take six weeks. That's what I would. Okay. That's well. Uh, depends on how how many people you have doing it. Maybe like four weeks actually. Okay. Because I mean, you're just gathering it's still wood a, and. That's still a really good dock and a really good. I mean, yeah. Four weeks is like a serviceable boat and a really good dock. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. So the sounds... I mean, depends on who you got working on it, right? Like yeah. if I was working on it, it'd take me a long time. Yeah. I don't know anything <laughs> about any of that. That brings us to Theron. To draw a card, I'll tick off the volcano shelter and the dock by one week. Theron is the Ace of Hearts. The Ace of Hearts. What group has the highest status in the community? What must people do to gain inclusion in this group? Or are there distinct family units in the community? If so, what family structures are common? Hmm. Interesting. Well, you could, you could take this in like a couple different. Yeah, well, like, pretty I, cool yeah. question. Hierarchy yeah. or set of families, mafia family, social class, or <laughs> we've already established in my world there's only two genders, so there's only a nuclear family. Also, <laughs> so that one's off the table. 
the they and those. <laughs> Does the they penetrate the those because the those has an O willing to accept a different letter inside of it? Is that... <laughs> That's awful. It's just awful. I hate it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I think to get the most cred out of this group of people, they have what they call the Swampathon. So you have Swampathon. To... <laughs> <laughs> fucking so this... Is this is this the UIHC fucking? Jump rope thing. <laughs> God damn it! No, I wasn't thinking about that, but maybe it turns out to be similar. I don't know. But the... <laughs> I'm excited about the Swampathon. This this sounds fucking great. Yeah, yeah so I'm ready. Um, Those are going to be Highlanders. But so um, yeah. every every six months, there's a Swampathon. And kind of the social hierarchy is based on like the best success in the Swampathon. Oh my god, that's cool. Okay, that is really super cool. sweet. And yeah. it involves it involves swimming, so going down this river. Sweet. Okay. That Casey's created, and I assume the current is going towards like north towards the swamp. Yeah, it's it's up to you, I guess. Probably has to come down yeah. out of the mountain, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it involves swimming and then using utilizing the boat as well. Sweet. I think you have to swim a portion of it and then also swim up to the boat, get it untied, and then uh, take the boat all the way to the dock, tie it up, and then you have to. So that's the swimming portion, and then also using your knowledge of knots and boating and then you actually have to jog down this river along the riverway and that's a several mile mile jog so that separates out people quite a bit and then they actually have to go up to this the base of the volcano and work their way up towards this river of lava and they have to sacrifice an item that they that they hold it can be any possession that you want to get rid of. And then you have to run down the volcano and we'll end it, end it at the cave and something to do with the mushrooms at the end. They have like a good like mushroom feast at the end of it. So well, it's like mushroom you get, to pick going a, on. you get to, you get to pick a mushroom. Like if you complete the swampathon. that was fucking and, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's really fucking sick. Can I ask a bunch of follow-up questions that I that I really just want to like flesh this out? I don't want to like, but I just want to like make some of the implications clear for the social hierarchy. So, like, a lot of what you had described was physical challenges, and so what you're describing makes younger people in society of higher power than older people. Yeah. And so, then, so it's um, at least one of the, so I guess the original question is what group has the highest status. Right. And um, so the highest status people are going to be the most athletic. Athletic. Based on who won this, who, who's like previously then, won this and you like join a, 
a higher status of previous winner, like a winner. Well, it sounds like it gets it gets reshuffled every six months too, yeah, right? So, like there's so a your challenge crazy every, turnover. Yeah. So you kind of get a, a pecking order that way, and then they. I mean, they might do something like X number of people, like the top finishers are like in the elite class. Yeah. Like maybe like the top 15 are like in the biggest, um, the highest status. And to get inclusion to that group, you have to beat them out in the next six months. Like after. I have two other follow-up questions. One, uh, the item that gets uh, destroyed that was of of value to you um it sounds like that would that have item of like high monetary value to the community prior would be of more value to destroy and therefore put you in higher community status yeah i was thinking that with the um what you choose to throw in there can also give you community status status yeah so if, then, you're, if you're willing to part with something that's really valuable as an offering, then that gives you also like really good. Who, uh, who, ju- who judges the previous one? Uh, it's part of the, um, the, the, the 15. Clerics. It's part of the 15. Okay. So whoever is in the top 15 from the last six months. The so 15? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I like the that's name. That's really fucking sweet. You just call them the 15. Yeah, so, it's the 15. Are the fifteen then? It seems like they would have to be exempted from the next the next swampathon. Is it? They could because they, 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 they can't. But, but my idea was they have they have to like maintain their position. <clears throat> but you could do something like maybe they they're in that group for X amount of time. Yeah. Because um, if 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 they're judging the winner, they would all just. Well, anyway, it's probably too much table talk. They they could be judging the next like they're in the fifteen up until that last race. That's a good point because if they're deciding on who's winning, maybe it's a separate kind of credit. I think the the top fifteen winners should be the top fifteen. But there's also something about what you offer. Like if you you might not be in the top fifteen, but if you're known to have parted with something valuable, you're more respected. Cool. My fi- my final question is the um, previous society as described to us was not described to us in a particularly seafaring way. Presumably there would be some boatsmen and boat families from that community that would have an inherent val- uh, advantage in the boating portion and the knot tying portion of this new community. Is that an accurate assumption? That some would be better at that part. Yeah, because of their because of their prior background. Yeah. Okay. So that's it's, really fucking cool. What yeah. a fucking sweet, it's insanely, like, insanely creative. Yeah, that's I incredible. Put, my my thing was birds. <laughs> <laughs> and you made the swamp, yeah, you, you made the swampathon. Yeah, that's and the fifteen, really the fifteen cool. or something like that. Like that's dope. You're you're what quiet for so long. I was like, I was like, what's he gonna do? And cool like, structure. And, then, and you're like, okay, swampathon. Like, Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> fucking sweet. All right, so that was your that was your that was just your prompt. So what is your uh, 
activity for your week? Yeah. Um, I could do, you know, how about we have it so um, there is a Swampathon coming up, so the project will be sort of getting getting things ready for that. Is this the first um, ever Swampathon? No, this is, um, I don't think so. I think it, my assumption is we're somewhere in the middle, and this has been going on for a while, and this is their higher We're actually, but if they, if they all just moved here, maybe not. Yeah. That it's pretty. Why don't we that. Why don't we say that it's like a permanent swampathon course that you're establishing? Oh yeah, you're you're building the course. Maybe you're you're building the swampathon course. Yeah, and yeah, that so leads to some sort of credence to the value. Yeah, not to like hijack your idea, but like. But that's, that's essentially way, what I, I was doing, right? So yeah. Like, okay. Cool. That could be. Cool. So so they're doing the final touches on uh, on the course where like where you swim. Where you tie yeah. up the boat, How many and, weeks and the dock and the boat's being built right now. Anyway, that's true. Sorry to jump in on this and throw in my two cents with table talk, but perhaps the Swampathon relates back to some tradition that occurred at the at the old castle, and so this is like just like an extension from that. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Because if the question was. Is this the first, or is it? Uh, are we in the middle? Like it could be that this is a both, right? Yeah, it's right. it's that like it could be continuing it's on could have been a, in a new way. It's the first of right. its time. Yeah, right. There could have been an athletic challenge before, but right. we got relocated here, so we're now creating our new the cool. castlethon. The castlethon is now the swampathon. Yeah, <laughs> I like now with a hundred percent more brackish water. Yeah, and dead, dead rats. How many weeks will it take to build the swamp plan course? The course stuff is probably worth a, a, you know, probably like a week's worth of time. Okay. I don't okay. think you'd have to do a lot for yeah. laying out where you're supposed to go and cool. You know, maybe preparing stuff for the mushroom thing, which I'm not 100 percent on how that ends, but <laughs> well, we can we can we can somebody somebody will latch onto that. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you for writing one of my whole sessions just now, Sam. <laughs> Sorry if that was too much. No, I'm saying literally awesome. thank you for writing the whole session for me. We're definitely yeah, you guys are really fucking your PCs cool. are definitely gonna gonna run the swapathon. You're gonna try it. For sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I mean, come on, obviously. Yeah. Uh all right, Rick is up. I'm gonna count down the projects, which means that actually the swapathon course is done. Because it's a week long project. Uh so when you finish a project, you're supposed to just say a little bit about it. Like how, how did it turn out? Or who did it or if it's completed now so it's something that everybody tries to take part in to the best of their abilities so everybody needs to like establish that you know assuming there's no like super disabled people in the group that that it's kind of a fair thing like everybody has a shot at winning it and it's not okay. completely geared towards a, a couple people that are yeah. amazing if that makes sense and so it, you know it turned out well, there's really good signs throughout the course in case you get off. Maybe some stands where you can, if you need, since this is kind of a big area, there's some stands where you can get some water, fresh water. Yeah, so I think overall people are satisfied. They're excited about competing. That's awesome. Okay, Rick is next to draw. You have nine of hearts. Charismatic young girl convinces many to help join her with an elaborate scheme. What is it? Who joins her? 
A charismatic young girl tries to tempt many into sinful or dangerous activity. Why does she do this? How does the community respond? So I think what I'll do for that is I, I will have her doing bad things, or at least bad in the eyes of the community at large. After all of this upheaval in the original community um, and the change in the hierarchical system now requiring, you know, the, the young and the athletic are kind of now at the higher pecking order. Um, this young charismatic girl was actually a part of the previous hierarchy, which I would say is probably the clerics. They were they used to be at the top. Oh. And so she is attempting to create divides in the community and pull people to continue to follow them. Okay. And is trying to get them to split off um, to kind of maintain their old ways. So that's why she does it. And how does the community respond? I think... This, uh, like I said, creates a large divide um, between the kind of the old ways and the new ways. Wow. Okay. That's cool. So the, the clerics. Yeah. There's like yeah. A, a, now there's the, the council of 15 or, or the 15 as they're called, the, the, the ones who win the swamp, swampathon. And then there's the old ways and they're uh, maybe a, maybe a power struggle in this valley now. And I don't, as a part of this, can I say where they're going? Because I have an idea to like split the community a little bit, but I don't know if I can if I should do that with my discovery or not. It says you try to tempt many into sinful or dangerous activity, and you're saying this is dangerous just because it divides the community when they're trying yeah, to survive, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That that could be part of your pitch. Like we're going. So I I, I think part of it, and that's also I think what also is dangerous is like just moving the community and splitting splitting them so creating this divide and then physically moving them is probably not the safest move either mm -hmm. so away from this community which is we'll call this like the main community i think the other community is going to be over here and i don't know why i just stare at this and it looks like a place that i'm going to call cougar rock and it's like Please. this cougar shaped rock outcropping into the bog and okay. i think they're going to build or not i'll, I'll start this project as my okay. project, um, but they're going to build the old ways, the cler the clerics, um, their separate community will start being built over there. And so I'll, how long will that take? Um, how long was, was Nate's taking? Five. Five. It was five. I think I actually would say perhaps because they're not as strong and maybe not as, they might not have the, the current builders and stuff that are all in the normal community these are like the older clerics and then those who they convince i'd say their their um living conditions may not be as uh as well done um so i'll say it'll take maybe f uh four weeks okay sweet those cougars cougars cougs <laughs> go cougs double meaning so we, we haven't yeah we haven't decided what their religion is yet i guess we can work that out uh, awesome. I like that. And it's cool because they're like physically divided by this huge river from the rest of the community. And they have the mountains. So we're back to Giselle. Projects are going to take off. The volcano shelter finishes. So what does that look like and how did it go? Yeah, so it went uh, really well. There are 30 homes uh, that are easily defended. Uh, using some of the the natural defenses of the nearby mountain to hold them and protect them from the natural world. So they're kind of, are they carved out of the volcano or like just built up against it? 
Uh, built up against it. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool place to live. Cool. So I'll draw your card. You are the Ten of Hearts. So there's another community somewhere on the map. Where are they? What sets them apart from you? Or what belief or practice helps to unify your community? The other community on the map are Grungs, the killed, uh, speared to death swamp rat has been discovered to be Grungs, which are the frog people.